What's up, everyone? This is your boy, Jeremy John. And I'm Matthew White. And we are the Sports Reality Podcast. Just wanted to say thanks for tuning into this episode. And to let you know that you can listen to us on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. Just go on any of those podcast platforms and search for the Sports Reality Podcast. Hit the subscribe button so you can be up to date on all of our content. Thanks again for tuning in and enjoy the show. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 115th edition of the Sports Reality. My name is Jeremy John, a.k.a. the fourth greatest Grenadian of all time. Perfect! A.k.a. the Little Wayne of podcasts, because I'll get on any podcast and hit it with the J-Train. Perfect! We do not have Matthew this week, but we do have Cousin Big Thad. Uh, Big Thad, you're becoming a regular man. Uh, first of all, what's what's the AKAs? If we, if if you're becoming a regular, what should we be calling you? What should be going by? Should it just be AKA Big Fad? What what should it be? Uh, yeah, I'll say AKA Big Fad. You know what I'm saying? Like I got a couple of AKAs, but we could just yeah, we'll, we'll hold that off until it's more of a regular thing. You know? <laughs> How is everything going with you, my man? Good, brother. You know, dealing with the whole COVID thing still, unfortunately, but. Uh, <laughs> Now started uh, graduate school this week, so okay, perfect. I'm just trying to get it going even more, man. You know, now you'll be going getting your master's in what? Let uh, let the listeners know what you're getting your master's in. In uh, cybersecurity. Okay. So, like I got my bachelor's in cybersecurity, but I'm doing the master's now. Um, I haven't decided if I'm going to stick with cybersecurity itself or I'm going to go more towards uh, digital forensics so basically it's like like everything that happened with that uh, California sniper or whatever and FBI couldn't get into the phone mm-hmm. yeah it's from San Bernardino yes it was locked and they couldn't uh, they tried to sue Apple to get access to the phone and whatnot. so basically what they were trying to do is digital forensics okay. and that's that's what I got. Actually, got my associates in was digital forensics, but I'm thinking about doing a master's in that too. So we'll see what happens. You know, I still got time. All right. Yesterday, you uh, had you did something for the very first time yesterday. You went to the pool uh, with COVID going on, man. How, explain how the pool. Like, explain everything real quick. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're not talking about the pool as in like the swimming pool. You know what I'm saying? We're talking. Uh, billiards, so pool sticks, pool balls, you know. Ha, all- ha, I thought you went to the pool. <laughs> Whole time I thought you went to the pool. Halfway, <laughs> you know, me, uh, you know, our family, we're Grenadians, so <laughs> like the pool and the ocean here and Ocean City and whatnot. And- <laughs> back home to our nice sandy beaches and beautiful water so but uh back to the pool um so 
I play at uh, Bank Shop Billiards in Laurel. Okay. Uh, that's between the BW and Fort Meade uh, base. So, okay. uh, it's in Anne County. Mm-hmm. It's not in PG. Anne Arundel County. So, Anne Arundel County earlier this week decided to uh, up their restrictions on people wearing masks and all that. Mm. So, uh, what happened is I was being real petty, just being a petty person. Perfect. And uh, <laughs> basically, when I, when we got there to start our pool league, um, the owner got on the microphone was like, hey, everybody, just want to let you know. And our owner kind of got these regulations. They upped it up some, blah, blah, blah. So you now have to have mask on uh-huh. while you're playing against another person. While you're sitting, keeping score, or even while you're walking around throughout the place, you have to have a mask on. Uh huh. Pretty much, they, he said that you know, if your opponent says, "Hey, I need you to put your mask on," and you're like, "No, I'm not going to wear a mask. This stuff is, you know, the Trump. You know how the Trump works." So, if you're not going to wear this mask, blah blah blah, we have the right to kick you out of here uh-huh. because. They're now finding restaurants, bars, pool halls, well, bar, whatever, if people are not wearing their masks. So he don't want to lose that money. And it's already bad enough. They're not getting the money they were used to. Yeah. So, nah, nah, nah. so I was being real petty, man. Real petty. <laughs> so first of all, like I said, let's start off. I thought you were talking about the swimming pool. The whole time, I didn't realize it was billiards you were talking about. But yeah, that you bring up an interesting point. Um, society in downtown Silver Spring, you know, they got shut down. Yes, for yes, yes. the same thing, not abiding by the social distancing rules. Uh, so they're being serious. A lot of not just them, uh, the Republic Gardens across the street also shut down. Um, so yeah, Maryland they're pretty being pretty serious. Now other states are not being serious, and we'll talk about that later in our sports free zone. Uh, we have a lot to get into for this week's episode. We're gonna talk about uh, the NFL, your Washington football team, Thaddeus. Uh, we'll talk about them and the new uh, upcoming cha- name of the ch- uh, name change. Excuse me. Uh, we'll also get into other NFL news like the Madden. 21 quarterback ratings we'll also get into the nba talk about who tested positive for covid 19 who is in quarantine we'll also get into our sports free zone we'll obviously give you the update about covid 19 we will also talk about the new word or the word the trend the the new phrase for 2020 uh entanglements we will get into that and then our reddit topic of the week i think it stems from you right thaddeus you put it in our cousin group chat uh the f- uh favorite sports teams of each state was it you or elise who put it in there it was you okay so we will talk about that because this list was terrible um for for many reasons um uh, but we'll talk about the f- uh each state's favorite professional team or favorite team not even professional some of the college so professional uh favorite sports team let me rephrase that each state's favorite sports team uh so we'll get in that for our reddit topic of the week just want to remind you all to subscribe to the podcast where podcasts are available and that means you can listen to us on apple anchor 
SoundCloud, uh, sorry, not SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and a lot more. If you're not sure where to listen to us, just go on Google and search for the Sports Reality Podcast. Uh, choose the podcast platform you have choice. Listen, review, rate, so we could grow and reach more people in the charts. Let's now get into the NFL. Talk about all the news that's happening in the football world. The big news in the NFL, the Washington football team will no longer be named the Washington Redskins. Perfect. Uh, the decision was made this week that the name would change and quite possibly the colors. We'll talk about that a little later. But uh, the reason why the football team did not come up with a new name initially is because the potential names that they want are tied up in trademarks. I want to give a shout out to the individual who got these names because they are holding this team name hostage from Daniel Snyder. Perfect. Um, Do you that's know his funny. Name? That's funny. Uh, uh, what do you say, Thad? You know his name? No. You, there's, you actually know the person's name? Name, yeah. Uh, his last name is Macaulay. He's from. He's a guy from Virginia. Okay. But, uh, his name is Macaulay. Um, I could look on Facebook real quick to see what his first name is, but we'll just say, Mr. Macaulay, you are <laughs> you are the man. <laughs> so uh, it's just so, it's so funny. Um, well, actually, let's, let's before we even get to that, you are a fan, lifelong fan of the team. Are you happy, sad or indifferent on the name change? You know what? Regardless of social issues or whatever, in regards to just just the team and the name as being a fan, um, I'm kind of indifferent. And the reason why I'm indifferent about it is, yeah, it's history. You know what I'm saying? That's the team I grew up with. And the name I grew up, the colors, seeing the chief run around the stadium, you know, the mascots, all that, the band and all that good stuff. We ain't been really relevant since like 96, 95. If Perfect. That, you know what I'm saying? So the past 20, 20 some odd years, we've been terrible. I can admit it. We've been terrible, you know? So me as a business guy, it's time. It's time for a rebranding of the organization. Rebrand. You're, it's not like you're losing money. Yeah, ticket sales, yada, yada. You're kind of losing money, but you're not really losing money because you got all that money before the season even started from these season ticket holders. So rebrand, do it's just like every other organization, every other big business. You have to rebrand every while to, to get that new that new customer, you know what I'm saying, to make that new money. So I'm indifferent about it. I could care less really about a name. Just give me a good product on the field and then I'm happy. Oh, you're right about that because the Washington Redskins have been uh, abysmal in the NFL for close to two decades. Or, sorry, three decades. Let's be honest. I mean, 1991 was so long ago. It was so long ago. I mean, 
settle down, Cowboys fans. Settle look, down. look, I'm trying not to get too like, you know, because it's not that long ago. I mean, it's we're almost as long as as the Redskins, you know, okay. where we've been really relevant. If it wasn't for the Cowboy name, and it's so weird. Let me ask you this question because the the Washington team historically is a well known, uh, high grossing. Uh, a franchise with a legacy how is it that around the country the dallas cowboys yes they are america's team uh we know that they are the dallas still trying to figure that one out the dallas cowboys america's team but but the washington football team isn't like that far off like nationally they're known but it seems like the buzz isn't there like what do you think the reason is for that because the Cowboys can be bad, and there's still a buzz around them. The Steelers can be bad, there's going to be a buzz around them. Same thing with the Packers. Uh, Giants, they could go through stints of being bad, and somehow there's still a buzz. Why is it that the Redskins have to be good to have a buzz nationwide when they're one of the flagship franchises in the NFL? I'm not. I'm thinking this more has to do with the product on the field, just in general. You know, I mean, you got to think about it. When it comes to Washington, you know, we're the nation's capital. You know, what I'm saying, even though we're not playing in the nation's capital anymore, but when you think of Washington, you think of the government, you think of our nation's capital, and then they have a football team. You know, what I'm saying, so yeah, we're known. We're we're one of those franchises that been there since day one, pretty much. But it's just like it's like everything else when it comes to Washington itself. You forget about it until you need something. You know what I'm saying? You, <laughs> things in this country is like you don't hear you don't care about Washington D.C. until Trump does something stupid or. This, this here, that, oh, we have to do it in Washington, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, like Washington itself doesn't care. It's not really cared about until things good happen. And then they're like, oh, Washington, D.C. Oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. They got a football team. Oh, they're pretty good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But then again, it's like, wait, Washington has a football team? Talking about the Washington has a football team. uh, As many of you all know, I'm a rideshare driver and I picked up this couple a few years ago and um, they recently have moved to the area and they asked me. Oh, no, they didn't ask me. They they um, they mentioned how all their life they thought that the Washington football team was actually based in the state of Washington so when they moved to the area, they were wondering why was there so much coverage of the team like every day? And they're like, this is odd. They said that's when they found out that the team was based in the nation's capital and not on the Pacific North Northwest. So that's a little story that I had about that. Uh, now, let's let's actually get to. I guess some of the uh, possible names or before then, let me let me go back to Mr. McCauley, uh, who has trademarks for, I guess, several names that Daniel Snyder is interested in 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 using for the team. Um, it was reported several years ago that Daniel Snyder had the trademark for the Warriors, but I guess he let it expire. Um, and, it, I'm thinking 
like he he completely forgot about it. I think. <laughs> yes, I, I, and that seems like it might be. That's what some some words are coming out of the from the media that Warriors might be one of the names possible that are on the list. Uh, you are a fan of the team, Thad. Um, what are some names that you may be thinking about for this football team? I mean, be honest with you, before seeing all these created nicknames and graphics that people have been circulating around, um, I honestly thought they were going to go with the Warriors because of Daniel getting that name for a possible arena team that he was thinking of. Um, But I thought it would be something... Like almost kind of like Sentinels or something like that, you know what I'm saying? Kind of like what the other teams have done in this area, um, you know, like with the Capitals and the Nationals. Um, I mean, disregard the Bullets and the Wizards name. I, I wish we could get the Bullets back. I know the negative connotation. Um, at least it's not a racial slur, but you know, I wish we could get the bullets back. But yeah, go oh, ahead. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing with me. Also, it was like when they changed the bullets to the Wizards. I'm like, who made this decision? Like, what? Like, give me a reasoning for the Wizards. Like, what was a Poland smoking at the time? Well, well, okay, so I understand the reason for why he changed it, but still, the Wizards. I don't know how so many people say, oh, well, the fans voted for it, but it seems like everyone's just like, no, we didn't vote for it when it was time to vote. Um, I remember Sea Dogs was one. I definitely didn't want Sea Dogs. Um, The Express was one. I knew it had something to do with the train, and I was like, okay, I could deal with that. Amtrak. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Express was one, and uh, I think that was probably might have been one of the coolest, I guess. Or more unique names. But yeah. Uh, but yes. Back to the Washington football team. We, we think it might be Warriors. And Warriors might be the easiest transition. Because you can still not be offensive. But still have the same type of, I guess, meaning. You want a fighter. And, and it could be a, a double meaning because of the military presence in the area. You could be referencing the warriors that fight for this country, you know, no matter what your views are on the military. I mean, the United States military is probably the best military in the world. So uh, you could do that and still keep the burgundy and gold. And uh, but the main thing is moving, changing the name and replacing the caricature of an indigenous American. So I think that's the more important thing. Uh, that the team must do, um, and you would have to get rid get rid of, I guess, the spear and feathers, but you could do still a spear somehow, or a sword, or some other weapon that isn't uh, connected to a, a group of people. So, yeah, I would have to. I would say that's fine. Um, I do want to give credit to Matthew White. Perfect. Because Matthew said last week that the, the name is going to be changed before the season starts. Right, right. And right, last right. week I said, oh, hell no, it's not going to be changed before the season starts. Daniel Snyder is going to find a way to say, well, it's not enough time. 
for me to do it and then he'll try and let everything die down and then try not to address it until next year and then hopefully see you know who's president don't be rude and and hope that he could uh overstep you know mario bowser outlast her and get the team back into dc and then never change to get change the name so i'm actually shocked that um it's happening so quick so credit to matthew white for 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 predicting that uh what are some other names that you are thinking about for the team last week matthew and i came well we didn't come up we just brought up the names that were being mentioned by a lot of people in media and social media uh what are some of the names that you are thinking about when it comes to the football team i was really thinking you know some like sentinels or something of that sort you know but uh so but other than that i mean because the names I was thinking about coming up with were because of the colors and the logos and whatnot. Now finding out that the logo is going to be gone also, along with the nickname, I'm just, my hands are just up in the air. But I did want to let you know that uh, I did find a list of names that Mr. McCauley is Philip McCauley. Okay. Uh, out of Virginia, out of Alexandria. And the funny thing is, if, if it's kind of funny because Alexandria is one of the other spots that have been looked into for the teams. Yeah, I, re- I remember that, yeah. So it's just kind of funny that this guy is from Alexandria. Supposedly, he's a realtor also. But <laughs> he trademarked a bunch of names and you mind if I read them off real quick? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I want to I want to see this. So and this is a funny thing also about the story ladies and gentlemen is this guy did these trademarks right after people started coming up with names on like social media when they were discussing when Daniel Snyder announced that uh the team was going to go into So this was last week pretty much <laughs> or the week before. So when when <laughs> Daniel Snyder and NFL decided that they were going to go through this review process of the nickname. <laughs> this guy literally two or three days later went to the trademark and got a bunch of names trademarked. So these are the names. Mind you, before you continue, I feel like the trademark office is in. is It's either the trademark or the patent office is in Alexandria. One of them is there. Yeah, so though the trademark and patent things are totally like separate they're setting stuff uh-huh it's it's the same office same office that's what i thought yeah i've been there before trademarks and patents are different but it's at the same building and it's in alexandria well places also. <laughs> so yeah some of the names big that let's go all right here's the names washington rebels washington tribe washington red tails washington monuments washington veterans Washington Renegades Gridiron Football, Washington Braves Professional Football Team, Washington, they he actually did it twice, Washington Red Tails, Washington Freedom Fighters, WFF, Washington Freedom Fighters, Washington Warhogs, Washington Radskins, Washington <laughs> Red Hawks, Washington Potomacs. Okay, so... This is coming from a fan of the rival team. I am going to be objective with this, though. I think... I, I, you know, Red Tails is good. 
because in this political ta- climate, which is not a political climate, it's a it's a social change, a uh, social movement. Perfect. So let me not say political; it's a social movement. Um, I mean, Daniel Snyder will get some credit if you call it the Red Tails to honor the Tuskegee Airmen and the military. You're you're, you're honoring two two groups or two segments. Uh, so that would be good. But um, I heard this from. Shut your face, my boys Bernard, Neil, and Samesh. Uh, they mentioned uh, Red Hawks. Right. And the reason why they mentioned Red Hawks is because did you know that the Red Hawk is actually native in this area? When I say this area, like near the Shenandoah oh, area okay. down there. So, um, or App- yeah, I think Shenandoah. I can't remember what they said on their podcast, but you could say Red Hawks. And yes, there's the Seahawks, but why can't you have the Red Hawks also? And and then you can have when these teams play the Battle of the Hawks, right? Right? right you right. know, or like when the Cardinals and the Eagles play, or any of those teams with bird names, they always say the Battle of the Birds. But you could have a e- even better battle, Battle of the Hawks. So Red Hawks, you can still keep the HTTR hail to the Red Hawks. Um, because hail isn't necessarily tied to indigenous American hail. It's just, we are giving honor to who we are hailing. So, um, so I would say you can keep that. What was the other one with the other? So there's, we said red, red tail was in there. Red Hawks, rebels. The, uh, red tail, red tailed Hawks. Okay, no, nah, yeah, yeah, they're not red-tailed hogs. Nah, we ain't doing that one. Warthogs. Yeah, warthogs. Nah, nah. I know. Um, but I, remember that was an old indoor soccer team. You remember that? Right. Yeah. <laughs> we we used to go to the games at the cash center. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, and what you said, rebel? I think if they could get those R words. You still can keep the HTTR. And let's be real. I know people your age and older who have been fans their entire life. They're going to slip up and say Redskins or they're going to mention to their children. Yeah, we used to be called the Redskins and all that. But eventually, I mean, these people die. Perfect. So, I mean, you're not going to be having people say Redskins anymore. You're going to have people saying whatever the nickname is and i think it'll be good to stick with uh team name that has r as their nickname because uh, or starts with an r and then you keep the whole httr that's uh that's what i think would be pretty good for this football team yeah man anything anything else before we i guess move on to the next topic when it comes to the nfl anything else that you got to say about team name all I'm saying is Dan Snyder. I mean, I wouldn't take it, put it past him that uh, he does a name that nobody wants. You know what I'm saying? But he might do some okie doke, and it has nothing to do with any of the names that we put up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Snyder's a it's an interesting fellow. Very interesting fellow. Uh, let's now get into oh, before we get into that. I think I mentioned this, and this is the thing when you do a hundred plus podcast episodes, you end up having situations like this where you don't even remember what you said or what episode you said it on. 
I know for sure I said uh, that the team would have to change their name only if sponsors and specifically FedEx were to get involved. I can't find, I can't figure out which episode it was. So I'm pretty upset. If anyone can figure out what episode it was and find it for me, I have a $10 reward for you. I mean, you can, I, I could give you $10 as a finder's fee. Perfect. Um, so if, if you can find it for me so that I could post it on my social media to prove that I said this like over a year ago that the Washington football team is going to have to change their name uh, only if they were forced by big name corporations and FedEx specifically. Uh, so if you can find that for me, uh, send it to me on any of the social media platforms and uh, I will give you a $10, uh, $10 finders fee. Um, now let's move on to other things in the NFL. The, and now let me bring up my rundown, uh, Thaddeus, cause I'm, I'm can't remember. Oh, Deshaun Jackson. Let's, uh, let's get back with Deshaun Jackson. Last week we spoke about him and his anti-Semitic, uh, comments uh, that he had over the 4th of July weekend. Deshaun Jackson will now be going to visit Auschwitz to learn more about what happened with the Jewish community around the world and and Auschwitz specifically. I'm not going to even predict. Uh, where is it in Poland? Auschwitz is in Pol- Poland. I want to say, or is it? Ge- I think it's Germany. I okay, think- I think I overthought it. I didn't want to. Say- <laughs> I thought it was Poland. Um, <laughs> And I'm usually good with geography. Usually good with that. I don't can't remember which country it's in. And I mean, it's right there. I mean, if it's if it's Germany, well, regardless, if it's Germany or Poland, it's right there at the split. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's real close to the border. Yeah. Okay, and and this is why we probably need to bring up uh, Google to figure out uh, where this is. But anyways, uh, Deshaun Jackson will be visiting. Uh, Auschwitz, um, but I do want to talk about an article that I saw from Yahoo.com. Um, I wish I had the young lady's name. Uh, she wrote the article, and it was addressing Malcolm Jenkins, the uh, safety for the New Orleans Saints and formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, he had a Instagram message over the weekend where he said hey Deshaun Jackson is wrong we do not endorse his his statements it was not just wrong it was insensitive it is uh, anti-semitic he said however we need to try and focus on the I guess bigger issues within the United States and he said Rihanna Taylor's murderers are still uh free one of them got fired, but others are the other two are worker working, and the other one that was fired, he still is free, living his life. He said we need to address things like this, and let's not get bogged down on comments from Deshaun Jackson. Let's say what it is; it's wrong. Let him deal with the punishments, but let's let us not focus on Deshaun Jackson. And he got a uh, Malcolm Jenkins got a lot of heat. He especially from this one reporter said, "How can you try and just forget about it?" And I'm like, "Well, he's not really forgetting about it. It's just there are a lot of bigger things going on right now, right, Thaddeus?" 
Yeah, in a sense, I would say so. I mean, they do kind of fall in line with each other, but then again, we're we are talking about the United States when it comes to these social issues of the mm-hmm. current. So I kind of feel what he's saying in regards to, you know, we're not forgetting about it. But then again, it's not the focal point of what is going on right now. But yes, they are. They still are both online with each other. It's just that one was here. One was there. You know what I'm saying? Oh, by the way, Auschwitz is in Poland. Oh, so I was correct. All right. So let me. Let me uh, let me drop that little sound effect for you. Perfect. <laughs> I was correct. I doubted myself initially, uh, but yeah. Uh, I had to look real quick because I didn't want nobody coming back saying, "Oh no, you were wrong." Is- <laughs> and you know, someone's gonna still say that because they're gonna stop listening at the point where we said that Auschwitz is in Germany. But anyways, um, here's my thing: when it Deshaun Jackson should get all the criticism he honestly should be fined by the nfl and he should be suspended for a game or two like he should be matthew and i spoke about that last week the the problem comes up though the nfl has had a precedence of not right doing that for other players and specifically other white players who did and said the same thing or did similar things they might have got fined, undisclosed amounts, or nothing really major came out of it. A lot of people were talking about he should be, you know, released from the team. And, yeah. and that's where I say, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, we're not going to. I Look, I know we want equality and we want justice, but let's not try and start all of this <laughs> against, you <Yeah>. know, <laughs> Say that again, then. Why? Why start doing it now and and against a black? <laughs> yeah, and and especially where. Look, I understand Drew Brees got got the flack that he got, and that was for a whole different issue. But look, it's just it's just to me it rubs me the wrong way that everyone now is attacking you know Deshaun Jackson and Malcolm Jenkins. And yet we have, you know, a president who is doing and saying all sorts of stuff. And it's just like, you know, the people in power aren't really even talking about it. Don't be rude. Because, yeah, you and I as social media users, we could say, yeah, man, Donald Trump is wildin'. He's racist. He's a bigot. He's xenophobic. He's all sorts of obics also. But, you know, the people in power seem to just be cool with it. So... So that that's that's my that's my issue with with all of this that you know Deshaun Jackson is pretty much like they're trying to make him the scapegoat now and we're not addressing you know some of the bigger issues because at the end of the day and I'm not trying to devalue the the Jewish community but at the end of the day I mean in this country you are afforded a lot more luxuries than even wealthy black people like there's statistical data that shows that you can be a wealthy black person and you're still going to be treated worse than your average white person or average I mean average Jewish person also. Uh, I know Jews 
can be a race jews can be an ethnicity jews can be a religion um and you could be all three or it could be one of the three or two of the three so i just want to put that out there that i do understand who are are who jews are but yeah um we we've seen in this country it didn't matter who you are as a black person you're still gonna be treated a certain way when it comes to the legal system the healthcare system the education and and plenty others so it's just rubbing me the wrong way that deshaun is now being you know it's like they almost want to ostracize him and another thing that's bothering me is this whole thing about how deshaun jackson's comments now devalue the black lives matter movement that is what really irks my nerve on this so it's like oh so because deshaun jackson said this everything else that everyone else has been saying now is null and void like that's the part that really annoys me that's where i'm kind of like well who's deshaun jackson you know what i'm saying like who is he who do y'all think that he is compared to everybody else you You know know let's let's actually talk to black scholars like angela davis you know cornell west um 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 henry uh lewis gates let's see what they say about the situation not deshaun jackson who yes he's a football player and we like him and and stuff like that and i'm not telling him to be like i'm not gonna be like laura ingram and say shut up and dribble or shut up and play he should have a platform just like everyone else he just has to deal with the consequences of what he says and at the same time we also gotta know that he's a football player (laughs) you know so so you know he's not he's not he's not a he doesn't he's not a spokesperson for black lives matter he's not a spokesperson for uh you know black issues can he be someone that says hey i'm popular and this is something that affects me because it does affect him i'm not gonna sit here and say it doesn't um but you can't sit here and say that deshaun jackson's comments and steven jackson's comments because steven jackson co-signed on what Deshaun said you can't sit here and say that because they believe a certain thing that yo they're speaking for the entire movement that's a problem that's bothering me other NFL news the Madden 21 uh, ratings have come out and let's talk about the quarterbacks because let's be real in the NFL it really comes down to quarterbacks that's the one where you really can rank you know what's what's going on or it's it's fun to rank these players because you know a defensive tackle yeah there's aaron donald but there's plenty of people who say oh it's somebody else let's talk about quarterbacks uh top 10 quarterbacks and i have it up here on my phone i had it ready where here we go number 10 we'll go from 10 to 1 number 10 carson Wentz at 84 overall at number 9 dak prescott at 84 overall at number 8 Deshaun Watson at 86 overall. Number seven, Matt Matt Ryan at 87. Uh, at number six, Aaron Rodgers at 89 overall. At number five, Tom Brady at a 90. Um, then Drew Brees at number four. At number three, Lamar Jackson at 94. Russell Wilson at 92 in second place. And number one, Patrick Mahomes has 99. Are you cool with this list, Thaddeus? You know what? From six six to one, I'm I agree with. 
So from Aaron Rodgers all the way up to Patrick Mahomes, I, I agree. Mm. Now, Matt Ryan being ahead of Deshaun and Dak, and even Carson, really. How, Very surprising to me. Y- yeah, Matt Ryan should not be above those guys. I'm sorry. Should not. And especially the one person that I'm going to stick up for, shockingly, is not going to be Dak Prescott. It's actually going to be Deshaun Watson. If we're talking about current day, Deshaun right, right. Watson should be top five. He should be top five. Drew Brees should drop down this list quite a bit. Drew Brees, that's a legacy position right there. Because of injury, Drew Brees should definitely get dropped down. Yeah, and especially how last year played out. If you're going on legit times and how everything worked out, yeah, I would definitely drop Drew down. Now, when when I really think about it, drop Drew down and definitely drop... uh, well, Carson could stay where he's at because he's always Carson could stay where he's at. It, yeah, Drew should definitely drop down. I would definitely with Tom with age because just with the overall thing with age, I've noticed with Madden too. Like after going out a couple years with a player, you'll slowly see that ratings start to drop back down. Mm-hmm. I don't see Tom dropping right here. You know what I'm saying? So I would think. Tom would probably be down to about seven, I would say. Mm-hmm. I think he would be lower, definitely lower than Aaron Rodgers. He would be behind Deshaun and possibly behind Dak. Just on current times and, you know, age age factor and, you know, stuff like that. Because you, you notice that Tom don't throw more than 20 yards anymore. <laughs> 20? You mean it's, 10? <laughs> it's, it's, that should be a factor that comes into play also. You know what I'm saying? So I would see. Yeah, I wouldn't even have Drew and Tom at four and five. I would drop them down to like eight, nine. Woo! Yeah, I, because I would put, I would put. No, I put them seven, eight. Sorry, because Carson still has to stay at 10. Um, and Matt Ryan has to be nine. So mine would be Carson Wentz at 10. Matt Ryan at nine, Drew Brees at eight. Ooh. And everybody move up. Okay. Just on current times. Just on current times. Mm -hmm. Now that I think about it, I think mine is going to be kind of similar to that. I I have Carson Wentz at nine at number. No, actually, no. I have Matt Ryan at number 10. I'm sorry. Matt Ryan at 10, Carson Wentz at nine. At number eight, I'm going to put Drew Brees. At number seven, um, I'm going to put Aaron Rodgers. At number six, Tom Brady. Number five, Deshaun Watson. Number four, oh man, I forgot to put Dak. I'm sorry, Dak would... So let me go through this list again. Uh, you're probably going to be laughing at me right now. <laughs> let me go through the Dak at four. No, right. You, you're putting him at four. I thought you were. But no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I forgot. That's what I said. So here we go. Matt Ryan at number ten. So you put a Matt behind Carson. Yes, Wentz. yes, yes, <laughs> yes. How you have Julio Jones and you still struggling? Like, 
But the thing is, Carson can't finish the season. True, true. So maybe they're tied for 10th, tied for 9th. I don't know. Like, they'll just both be tied at 9th. Maybe that's what we'll do. They're both tied at 9. <laughs> then, then number 8, I'm, I'm dropping um, Drew Brees at number 8. Number 7, let's do... Number seven, let's do Dak Prescott. At number six, Aaron Rodgers. Five, hold on. I'm forgetting my number. Let let me just go from the top. Mahomes is number one. Wilson's number two. Jackson. Deshaun Watson at three. Jackson at four. And it's close. It's close. And then number five, let me put, uh, I guess uh, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers has to be five then. Then Tom Brady at six. Seven would be Drew Brees. Then Dak. Eight, Dak. Tied for nine is is Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz. So that's what it would have to be for me. And I feel like we might have said the same thing, did we? Just about, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we did all of that. It is all the same. Except you put, you put uh, Deshaun. Deshaun. Okay. Okay. Yes. I think Deshaun is a better. The passing is what it is. It is not a shot at Lamar. It's just he's a better passer. So I, I would put him there. Now, well, and Deshaun has at least one playoff victory. Lamar hasn't gotten that yet. Lamar is the reigning MVP. You can be the MVP and not be the best at your position. That is possible. And I think that's why I would... That's a known fact. <laughs> yeah. That's just a known fact. Other NFL news. Oakley is uh, experimenting with mouth shields. Yeah, seen that for for their players. Uh, I have not seen what it actually look at look like. Have you seen what they look like then? Yeah, it, uh, because see, I've seen two of them. So when you sent when you sent me the rundown about the Oakley mouth shields, I thought it was this shield that I saw that kind of looked like a Halo character, and I was like, "Yo, this look fire!" You know what I'm saying? But then when I looked at it, and then when I searched again for the Oakley one, I was like, "Oh, this this is not what I thought it was." But it's almost kind of like so you have your regular helmet, and then you know right there at the face where the bars are going across on the helmet, they have a plastic shield that's right behind that, like directly behind it. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like taking, you know, say you got a water bottle and you split it open and it fits right behind that that place where you can reach your where you see a lot of sometimes when they give the face mask, face. yeah. Yeah, so it's right there behind it. And it's just it literally looks like you're looking through a well, your face is looking through a water bottle or whatever. So I've seen it doesn't look bad, but the one that I saw was I guess it was somebody that some graphic that somebody did literally looks like a full face helmet and face mask all in one. Mm-hmm. Kind of look basically looks like a a halo uh <laughs> it looked, you know what I'm saying? But some people were just like, 
wow, I wonder if they can actually breathe in that. You know? See, that's the one thing. Uh, John Jansen, he was on uh, Mad Dog Sports Radio last night, and he was mentioning, he's like, from what you're saying about the product, and he didn't know what it looked like. He's just saying, from what you're saying, doesn't seem like it's going to be good for linemen, but he said, I obviously don't know because I haven't seen it, but just the thought of it would be really bad for linemen and other larger uh, NFL players. So Oakley has sent them out to all 32 NFL teams and players will be testing it out. Um, But the players themselves, they are uh, kind of trying to figure out, should they even start the season on time? Uh, Players want to have daily testing and um, they want to be able to work out all the kinks. They want to get rid of preseason altogether since they're having... Um, you know, they basically want less games because, you know, it'll be less exposure to people who might be positive for COVID-19. So they want less games and of course, uh, mandatory daily testing. So they're working that out with the NFL PA and the NFL. So there's still a possibility that this season may not start on time. Um, fed. Would you care if the NFL season started in February? Would I care? Like, would it? Like, would like? No. Would it? Would it bother you that if they said, "Look, things aren't going too good in this country. Let's uh, let's try and push this back, and let's try and get things ordered in this country first, and maybe start the season in January or February." No, I mean, be honest with you, uh, that was one of the big things with me when it came to uh, the uh, Super Bowl being indoors. It's football. You play in the weather. Why not? Football in the snow? Hey. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, a lot of people think January, February, when it comes to winter, oh, it's going to be snowing out, it's going to be cold out. You got to think about it. Maryland ain't had snow, real snow, in two, three years. Perfect. You know, it's like, yeah, we've had some cold, but ain't been like that. Like, the place you got to worry about is like Green Bay, New England, that Boston area, uh, Buffalo, uh, sometimes New York. Uh, but the thing also about that. This becomes to that because everybody else lower than well lower than Pennsylvania, you ain't really getting that much snow weather besides you know the mountains of like Las Vegas and Colorado and stuff like that. But everywhere else, nah, it's gonna be like regular regular August. And that's so- the thing; it's it's football at the end of the day. Like if we gotta start a little bit later, then we gotta deal with it. I know some people bring up the injury uh, risk that you could you tend to get more injured uh in cold weather because the slips are just the hard uh playing surfaces but um now that we're not playing on actual you know turf anymore (laughs) you know all heated if you had i mean i'm sure they have the heated stuff in place yeah like go on like at this point if you if you told me as an nfl fan that hey Things aren't looking too good. Let's try and push this the start of the season back to November or December or even January. Like, am I really about to be like I ain't got nothing to do anyway? Like, <laughs> like that that's why the XFL did so well 
earlier this year because it's football at the end of the day. People are going to watch. If it's decent football, people are going to watch. Um, today is the deadline for franchise tag players to uh, reach a long-term deal with their team. doesn't look like any of those players are going to do it. I know the one player a lot of people are talking about is Dallas Cowboys um Dak Prescott they are the Dallas Cowboys America and um yeah I don't think anything's gonna come out of it we've been talking about this for months he's gonna take the at least the Kirk Cousins route for this season and um I don't have a problem with that um he's ready he's he's gonna get paid so I mean we'll just have to try and negotiate next year I hope the Cowboys can negotiate next year with him uh and um we'll just have to see how all of that plays out that will wrap up our nfl segment let's now get into the nba russell westbrook tested positive for covid19 um is he might be one of the biggest how many players was it in the nba that they said it was like what two or three that tested positive he's one of them that they that came out and mentioned that he tested positive. He said he is his symptoms are very mild, uh, and he is quarantined. So uh, he just said whenever he feels better and can test negative for I think th- two or three consecutive tests, then he will return to the NBA bubble. Uh, Rajon Rondo, did you hear the big news of Rajon Rondo though, uh, Big Fan? Did he break a break a bone? in his hand or something like yep that. yep yep he's gonna be out six to eight weeks um there still is a possibility that he can be there for some part of the postseason um but how is this a big loss for the lakers or is it just you know what is rajon rondo next man up it should well i mean it should be next man up but i'm trying to figure out who who is that next man up? <laughs> That's the problem. I can't even. I don't even remember who the next man up is. Like I know Alex Caruso is a point guard, but I don't feel like he could be the full time starting point guard for the Los Angeles Lakers. And say that again. Is Quinn Cook? Quinn Cook is on the team. <laughs> you know, you know, you know my feelings on uh on Quinn Cook. Don't be yeah, rude. I, <laughs> I mean, I'm glad you're from PG County. I mean, uh, you know, shout out to you, but you know, you know my feelings about Quinn Cook. <laughs> um, there's Quinn Cook. There's Dion Waiters. Remember, he's on the team now. Point guard now? Well, Dion Waiters can play one to three. That's the thing. And, uh, so yeah. Uh, so, and then also, they Jr. Smith is on the team. One of those guys may end up. Not maybe not starting, but can at least you know you know who the start you know who the starting point guard is gonna be. True, true. I do. It's about to be LeBron James. Perfect. <laughs> about to be uh, he, he got a lineup: LeBron James, J.R. Smith, uh, Danny Green, Anthony Davis, Javale McGee. That's what it's gonna be. That's why it was gonna be, and 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 on the lineup sheet, it'll just say that the point guard is J.R. Smith, just for you know. 
Just because it says guard on there. Yeah, that's 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 what it'll be. Uh, other NBA news: uh, Rashawn Holmes. You know who Rashawn Holmes is, Thaddeus? It, doesn't he play for the uh, Heat? Also, not the Heat. The um, the Rockets also. Nah, he plays for the Kings. Oh, now, ha- did he ever play for the Rockets? I don't know. He could have. I don't uh, know. Why? Because I, so when I first heard about Russell Westbrook not going to the bubble with the team, him and James not going, I f- first my first thought was he had COVID. <laughs> I thought him and uh, Harden had uh, COVID, and that's why they weren't they didn't travel with the team. And then I was like, oh. Next, you know, this COVID thing comes out. I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess I was right. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Now, Holmes, I don't, I, I don't even know who that is. <laughs> he plays for the Sacramento Kings. He is in quarantine because he stepped outside the perimeter to receive food from a food delivery uh, service. So, um, now, I'm not prepared right now, but I have... Someone snitched on him, I heard. <laughs> they saw him outside getting food. Or he was like, oh, you getting food? Yeah. Oh, for real? You ain't going to go get this regular food like the rest of us? <laughs> <laughs> um, now, I did see something where Chris Paul, and I don't think this is related, but the jokes on social media were talking about Chris Paul, I guess, potentially like snitching on people. I don't know. I gotta look at it. Uh, He's uh, the- they stuff up like that. He said in place. Come on. They said uh, Twitter points to Chris Paul as source of the snitch hotline calls inside Orlando bubble. <laughs> this so <laughs> the thing is, this seems like something Chris Paul would do. So yeah. that's why I believe it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel, you. I feel you on that. It seems like something Chris Paul would definitely do. So it is not far-fetched. Uh, Rudy Gobert, who is, I guess, the spokesman for uh, COVID-19. Half-sweight. Uh, he was like, look, I'm not going to be petty and call the uh, the uh, <laughs> the bubble hotline to snitch on people. <laughs> so, yeah, but usually, I mean, when it comes to Twitter... And especially black Twitter, Thaddeus. Uh, do you think it's true? Do you think it happened? Yeah. Uh, hey, why not? Yeah, because, I mean, you got to think about it. It's Chris Paul. He's head of the Players Union or president of the Players Union. This A lot of this stuff that they have in place, he was in part of. You know what I'm saying? So he's like, yo, like, I want to play ball. He's probably like, it's Rashawn Holmes. I don't know who he is. But he plays for a team. But yeah, look, stay in the stay in the room, bro. Stop going outside to get food. Yeah, I don't have a chef like LeBron and the rest of them. But <laughs> yo, just go get this food that we got for y'all and deal with it. You know what I'm saying? Now, um, I'm having a blank. What I was about to say. Oh yeah, it, it's just so funny. I with Black Twitter. I'm leaning towards I'm leaning toward Chris Paul being a snitch on this specific thing and trying to make sure guys hey look he could be a snitch for good reason like you said like look I'm truly trying to protect everyone here so like you gotta take the bullet you gotta you know you gotta be the casualty of this 
But um, yeah, I, I I believe it. I think he probably had something to do with it. Other news in the NBA: uh, Ben Simmons of the Philadelphia 76ers. Did you hear about the potential lineup changes, Big Fat, with uh, Ben Simmons? Yeah, wasn't they going to have him at like power forward? Yeah, thinking about having him play the power forward. Do you think that's a good idea? It is is a hard. I mean, from what from what I've heard was that him and MB work pretty well down low with each other. But then again, it's like I've always seen him with the ball in his hand. You know what I'm saying? And dishing out to everybody like like a point guard, point guard. But didn't realize that they had him as a small forward on the listing. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think it's a bad move. It might open it up a little bit more because he can't shoot from the perimeter. He can shoot from down low and he attacks a basket. But I guess I, I would think it helps him out a lot because they could open up the rest of the floor for actual shooters from the perimeter. Look, he really can't shoot. So I don't see anything wrong with trying to work this out and see where it goes. If anything, if you put him down in the post, you like you say, get another shooter on the floor because anyone else on the floor is better than him shooting the ball. Perfect. And, and it's not that he has to be down there all the time. He can still bring the ball up court. No one said that because you're the, you know, power forward that you have to be down low all the time. I mean, if you're that good with handling the ball, then you should be able to run the offense. The offense could run through you. I mean, Denver, the offense runs through Nikola Jokic, and he's the center. Right, right. So it doesn't have to necessarily, you don't have to run the offense. You don't have to bring up the court to run the offense through you. So so I, I don't see, I mean, to me, it should only get better. It should only get better, to be honest, with... <laughs> If with what's their coach? Is it Brett Brown? Yeah, Brett Brown. If he's as good as the coach that he thinks he is, it it should work. You know, it should definitely work out. And if it's something that he sees that could be more production out of it, then hey, so be it. But like a lot of people are saying that Brett Brown is the reason why Philly isn't that good. You know what I'm saying? When they should be so much better. So Hey, we'll see what happens. I mean, the East is wide open, so. East I mean, is definitely wide open. Um, Brett Brown, I mean, he he's going to, his future as the head coach for the Philadelphia 76ers is really hinging on how well the team plays. I'm not saying they have to win a title, but he can't be the reason why they lose games. Right, right, let's, right, right. Let's put it like that. Uh, other NBA news. I'm sorry. What did you say? I was gonna say, don't get me wrong. I mean, if Kawhi doesn't make that shot, I mean, Philly's in the finals. Sometimes it's a game of inches. To be honest, sometimes it's literally that. Now, NBA was trying to have the players who are in the bubble to get dressed in their locker rooms, board the buses, get to the gyms, and then play the games. Seems like some of the players said, nah, man, why can't we, you know, get dressed in whatever locker room or whatever other room is available 
and come out there. Uh, it seemed the way they were reporting it was basically like uh, the players wanted to show off their fashion. But <laughs> but when you think about it, let's say let's say okay, you get dressed in your lock in your in your in your hotel room. You play where you're gonna you're in contact with how many uh, what potentially thirty other guys, right. you know, fourteen on your team, possibly another fifteen to sixteen from the other team, all the coaches, and then you come back to your room. Right, right. No, actually, that's not sanitary. You need to try and get dressed somewhere else, try and shower somewhere else, and then make your way. You know, you can social distance your way back to the bus, back to the hotel. So, or if they're walking, I know sometimes they're going to have to take buses to whatever gym it is, but I look to me, that makes sense. But I, I, I kind of, it was just funny that they made it seem like the players were upset because they couldn't show off their fashion. So that, that was the funny part about the story. <laughs> oh man. Real quick before we get out of here, I've been holding on to the story for several weeks, but uh, let's just get into it right now. Are you worried about the conditioning of these NBA players? Because some guys said, for example, Jason Tatum, he said he didn't pick up a basketball until he literally got to the bubble or when they were allowed to start practicing in in Boston that's when he picked up a basketball Giannis Antetokounmpo we're talking about Giannis Antetokounmpo in in Milwaukee said look I can't I couldn't even get in a gym while I was there and I don't have a hoop where I live I couldn't do anything uh and it's not just those two guys a lot of NBA players said I was not able to train during covid for the most part you do have jj reddick though who's saying yeah i'm calling bs on it you probably just didn't really take the initiative to find places to ball because he said look i was in new york where they had heavy shutdowns and i was still able to have two or three gyms that were available for me he said yeah if one was shut down then then I just went to another one. He said, you are an NBA player. Most of you all make decent amount of money. You should be able to find places where you can personally be in a gym without any problems. What do you, th- what do you think uh, is the issue or was the issue for some of these players? Well, see, my first thinking was depending. I didn't, I wasn't even thinking about like, who you were going to talk about like players wise when you started to bring up names at first and I was thinking you know a lot of these younger guys they they haven't they didn't they just got in the NBA you know what I'm saying they're a couple years in you know they're not thinking long term like thinking self conditioning and all that because when you think about it they're out constantly with these trainers or they're with the team constantly training so but now when you think about the bigger money guys, a lot of them, you know, they have their own facilities at their house. You know what I'm saying? Their own or they have their own gyms that they own where they could go do their training and stuff like that. So but when JJ comes up and I don't know how much money JJ, I know he's been in the league for a little bit. So he might have him. I'm pretty sure he has a nice chunk of change. But when JJ tells you he in the most hot spot 
and can find a gym, you just you didn't want to take the effort, to be honest with you. Because, I mean, like, before the PG County documentary came out, whatnot, like Quinn said, he was going out in L.A. getting the gyms. You know what I'm saying? And working. It was like, most of these gyms are like, hey, NBA player, blah, blah, blah. Here's money. Don't let nobody else in here. Exactly. And and that's what J.J. Reddick was kind of saying also. He said, look. I went to places where it was just me and I had, obviously I had to pay money, but those gyms were like, okay, for you as an NBA player, here's the exception. He also said, look, you as an NBA player, like the cops ain't going to come and arrest you. (laughs) (laughs) So, so yeah, so that was, you know, that was, that was my thing about, uh, uh, I guess some of these players who said that they didn't have the opportunity to uh train during this trying or during COVID-19 uh so that will wrap it up here for our NBA segment let's now get into our quick hitter segment NCAA some conferences have canceled or postponed fall sports uh those who have canceled them they're not going to be happening like the word cancel those who are postponing uh they're thinking about putting their sports back to play start next year in the spring semester um do you think now we haven't heard anything definite from the sec the acc the big 10 and the pac 12 and the big 12 the power conferences a lot of those conferences are limiting uh, school travel to just within their conference. But uh, do you think the NCAA should just say, hey, let's just push the sports back to later in the year or even in the spring semester when we know things could possibly be safer? This is the problem that I see. I don't have a problem with them going to spring. Only problem is, especially with some of these big conferences, their spring sports are just as big. Well, not as big as football, but they're still big sports compared to other spring sports and other conferences. You know what I'm saying? So, like, when it comes, like, lacrosse, when it comes to lacrosse, these lacrosse teams are actually using the football stadiums for their games in the springtime. So, I'm sure they could work things out a certain way they would have to do some scheduling stuff where they're not having their game planned on football day you know what i'm saying but uh i think i mean they could i think they could do it i mean uh just recently you know university of maryland they came out with that nine eight or nine of their players you know got covid out of like 186 so it was players coaches and a couple other people but it was nine and i think Eight, eight of them were players. One was a coach or something like that that uh, got COVID. But they have been on campus since June 1st, you know, preparing for football. So it sucks that at this point, because up until then, there was they were the only team. Well, r- from noticing the big time conference wise, it was the only team that had no cases of COVID. Oh, OK. D- I didn't know that. Had no cases of COVID. But then again, all of their team isn't there. Um, some of us, some stayed at home, and they've been given uh, 
they've been allowed to stay at home instead of coming to campus, you know? So, and I think they're going to, if they decide not to play, they get added on year of uh, eligibility. So, Oh, okay. Well, that that's good to know. Uh, NCAA is doing at least something correct uh, in for the first time. Uh, other quick hitter news, Lewis Hamilton, you know, the person who I say is number one in the Grenada rankings. Perfect. Uh, Lewis Hamilton won his 84th uh, Formula One race over the weekend. He is in second place when it comes to all-time wins, only behind Michael Schumacher, and he's only seven total uh, victories behind him. So, um, yeah, that's a... that's a big thing. Um, I'm gonna let you talk about Lewis Hamilton real quick, Dad. Greens, baby, greens. <laughs> yeah, man. When I found out about Lewis Hamilton, I was like, "Oh, he's from Grenada, or his folks are from Grenada." I say, "Oh, yeah, man." He automatically, and then, and then, and then, you know, when you when you're able to have a, a at least a friendship with uh, the wonderful Rihanna, perfect. I mean, you you bump up, you know, you bump up the rankings. Yeah. <laughs> other other news. Uh did you hear about um Elena Della Dawn of the Washington Mystics? Yeah, does she have Lyme disease? Yes, so she has Lyme disease. However, when it came to the doctors of the WNBA, they said her having Lyme disease would doesn't make her at risk for, you know, potentially contracting COVID-19. Yeah, I think it was something because something with the CDC has certain certain diseases that people have that uh, they are considered high risk. Well, more high risk than others. You know what I'm saying? And like I know some folks with Lyme disease and I know how to react on just a regular, if they're not up on their medication and stuff like that, you know, how, how it reacts to them and makes them act. So when I'm hearing this and I'm like, huh, that's kind of wild. But I mean, would it really matter? And it, don't they, cause what my issue is if she doesn't want to play, then don't play or she wants to play, but because of the disease, her doctor saying her, her actual doctor is saying, Hey, you're high risk. You might not want to play, you know what I'm saying? But the, but WNBA guys are like, uh, nah, we're, we're going to strictly base this off of what the CDC says when it comes to diseases and Lyme disease is the one of them. That's what I'm getting out of it. So yes, you're, you're, you're totally correct. The uh, her doctors are saying that you are at a much higher risk than a lot of the other players uh, who will be in the WNBA bubble. The doctor also recommended that she would not should not play. Uh, Elena Deladon, from what I understand, wants to play, but obviously is getting advice from her doctor. And the WNBA doctors are like what are saying what you're saying that the CDC doesn't say anything about you being at a 
higher risk than uh you know other people it's just so weird that it's now levels to this like oh well you're high risk but not as high as you know someone that has heart issues or lung issues already um i spoke to um a doctor yesterday i spoke to dr uh benjamin joshua brown uh and i asked him about uh what is uh you know what exactly is lyme disease and what comes with it um he said they also call it tick bone illness uh he said you could be uh severe fatigue malaise uh rashes on your body uh it attacks your nervous system and he said it could cause joint pain so those are the words from uh the great doctor dr benjamin joshua brown perfect uh, shout out to him uh so yeah the WNBA. shame on you for this one to be honest shame yeah. on you uh she look, yeah she's the mvp of the league the face of the league or one of the faces it is COVID 19 that's going on like come on so now you're putting her in a situation where she has to now decide and it seems like it's a hard decision for her based on what she said that she's trying to decide should she play for her team for her teammates um should she play for the love of, of the game and potentially put herself at risk put herself at risk or you know just sit out and not get the exemption so shame. It, it definitely shame on them man definitely shame on them but i don't know if you saw or not i think Who's it that just uh, came to the Mystics? Was it Tina Charles? Not Tina Charles. I uh, think it's Tina Charles who went to Maryland. Okay, okay. I think it's Tina Charles. Because who? If it's if it's Tina Charles, it's somebody like her that played for another great player. That uh-huh. came, but she's considering not playing also. So it's just like, oh man, here we go. We're just just like the Wizards, <laughs> just like yeah, our star players are just not going there. Like we're we're just about to get slaughtered for these next couple games and then keep it moving. Which we understand perfectly. It's COVID. You don't want to go deal with this. And yeah, I understand. Well, that'll wrap it up here for our quick hitter segment. Let's now get into our championship of the week. Every week we celebrate those that do well. We criticize those that do not. Starting with you, Thad, who is your champ of the week? Champ of the week. You know what? I want to say my champ of the week is the Washington football team. Baby, want a champ. Okay. All right. Hey, rebranding, rebranding is always done by by organizations for the better. You know what I'm saying? Why not? Daniel Snyder, you want you don't want to lose that money, man. Hey, more power to you. Keep that profit going, baby. Change the name, rebrand, let's go. I am in agreement with you also. I have the Washington football team as the champ of the week. Baby wanna champ. Especially since I didn't think it was going to happen this year. I thought it was going to happen next year or never happen at all. So, yeah, they would have to be my champ of the week. All right, big thing. Let's get to the fun part. Who is your chump of the week? 
you know what? I, I wasn't sure who to do with this one. But uh, you know what? I want to go with Rashawn Holmes, man. Because you're a chump. <laughs> Come on, bro. You are in the bubble. All right? You're in the NBA bubble. They got all these things in place. But you decide to get DoorDash or Uber Eats or whatever. Postmates. <laughs> Do all that. Go outside of the perimeter. Now, mind you, this, this perimeter is not the confines of the hotel they're in. There's a line that they have around the hotel or whatever where it is like you can't cross this line or you have to go back into quarantine. And that's exactly what happened. You just came off of quarantine just so y'all could start practicing. You decide to go do this and now you're back into quarantine. And it's not like a four-day quarantine is like a full <laughs> it has in the place man yes you are the chump of the week bro yeah it's look i look last week we, we spoke about the food in the nba like we we said that look it, it, it didn't look too good right away so i i understand but at the end of the day man like you can't get caught that's what it is. You can't get caught. I understand why you did it, but you can't get caught. Come on. And, and an even bigger issue, Jay Williams spoke about it on Get Up this week. He said, look, these NBA players have to kind of stop complaining about some of the things. Right, 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 right. He said, because I understand you're putting yourself at risk. I understand that, but let's not harp on the food or... Right, right. Or the hotel that you have to stay in, the five star hotel or four star hotel that you have to stay in, because that's usually, I mean, when you're playing, when you're staying at that Disney resort, it's a four star hotel <laughs> at least. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, come on, bro. Like, and the thing is, I remember I was listening to the episode last week, and the food didn't sound that bad. When you when you went through I, the look look, I've been to weddings that had worse food than that. Perfect. Thank you. There's there's probably a wedding of someone that's listening to this podcast right now that their food was worse than the food that, that, that these players are getting. So yeah, like it wasn't that bad. It's just it's fun and jokes to talk about it, but it really isn't that bad. You got to think about that. You got to think about the bigger picture. Also, it's like if you're telling me that you're now you say you making these jokes and they're feeding NBA players. How do you think that people are going to react when they decide to once everything's done and they decide to go to Disney World and stay in one of these hotels? Now they're going to be like, oh, no, nah. if they can't feed NBA players, the food's got to be terrible. <laughs> Oh man, oh man. Um, and that'll wrap it up here for oh, sorry, I didn't even get to my uh my chump of the week. My chump of the week goes to the WNBA. It's an evil world we live in. Because look what y'all doing to y'all star player who is dealing with a serious illness. Like people already say your league is sexist. And I mean, it is. Uh I mean it's I'm not gonna sit here and act like it's perfect. Um, I know I have had my debate about their salaries. I'm not getting into that tonight today. 
in this situation, like how you would not see this done to LeBron James in the NBA. Or Steph Curry. Or James Harden. Like if those guys say that yo, I have a legit health issue, you're not gonna see this. So yeah, the WNBA, you are the chump of the week. Forgot my drop. Because you're a chump. <laughs> Let's now get into our sports-free zone. Talk about uh, your boy, Donald Trump. You are fake news. Because Matt's not here. I got to say, it's your boy. I was, I was about to just say, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Donald Trump, uh, he uh, commuted a Roger Stone sentence. Take- and I'm just like, oh, man. Ugh. So, I mean... Kind of expected. This is a Donald Trump move. I mean, not really shocked, but is actually. Let me take that back. Donald Trump is like Teflon right now. Perfect. He's done a lot of things that's wild and crazy, and somehow he's still president of this country. So, I mean, I, I wake me up when he's not in in office. Right, that's, right. that's that's what it is. Wake me up when it's election day. And it's the day after and we found out he lost. That's when I could be like, okay, you know, I see change. But, you know, a lot of people are talking real big about what they're going to do and how they're going to do it. And um, he's still president. So, I mean, just wake me up at election day. But uh, uh, Donald Trump is in the news again for other things. Uh, well, actually, before we even get to that, did you hear about... Oklahoma, the state of Oklahoma, and how like literally half of it is Native American land. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, all them states. <laughs> <laughs> all them states are pretty much Native American land. There's all re- that's where all the reservations. That well, when everything happened and they put Native Americans in reservations, that's mm-hmm. where they were all the way out there. Yeah. Um, so it stems from, and I wish I had read up on enough of it, um, ahead of time, but my understanding is, uh, pretty much there was a, a, a crime, co- someone committed a crime on somewhere, uh, somewhere in Oklahoma, they were then arrested by the authorities uh this individual then say hey look i was arrested on native land uh that's reserved for us you all have no jurisdiction meaning the federal government has no jurisdiction here um they said yes we do they went back and forth it then went to the supreme court the supreme court said we're gonna have to go back and look at agreements that were made hundreds of years ago and they said we don't care that it was so long ago we're going to honor these agreements and when they looked back and looked at the map of oklahoma it's like nearly half of the state is under their control so now i guess there's going to be more things to come out of it we're gonna have to wait and see like are indigenous Americans going to now take over the land that was once there? I mean, I mean, the whole country was theirs. Let me say that first. I mean, but you know what I mean when I say that was that's theirs in Oklahoma now. 
Um, I wish I was a little more prepared for that, but that's my understanding of I'll put you on that. The situation. Now, uh, Donald Trump in the White House in the news again because of Goya, CEO and founder of Goya, went to the White House this past week for, I think, like a Latino heritage summit or something like that. And um, while he was at the White House, he said, you know, I lo- pretty much, I'm paraphrasing, that he commends Donald Trump for doing what he does as a president and that he loves him and loves the work that he has done for the Latino community um, and that um, this country is better because of him. So now a lot of not just Latinos, a lot of people of color who use Goya products. That is, I know in your house, you got Goya. I know at our house, that's pretty much all we have. I live with a Dominican woman and, um, or did, let me, let me rephrase that. I live with Dominican women because there's three in a house. You're married. To I'm a married to a Dominican. <laughs> I know someone's probably going to say, is Jeremy a polygamist? <laughs> you know, they, he lives with, uh, yes, I'm married to a Dominican woman and I live in a house with three Dominican women total and Goya is everywhere. From the adobo to the saison to the uh, to the um, chicken stocks, the beef stock, the beans, the dried, the can, the tostones, frozen, you know, the frozen green peas. We got everything right. in, in the house. And when I saw the comment, I saw Goya trending, and I said, "Oh my goodness, please let this let it be because they did something good." And then it was the complete opposite. And I'm sitting there like, okay, okay, um, we can we can get by this. Then I actually heard the comments, and I'm like, I, I don't know if we can get through this. So then I asked my wife, my mother-in-law, and even my parents. I was like, y'all getting Goya products? And they all said, nah. We gonna we gonna use what we have, and then after that, never buy. So man, this is a big deal. Um, that's with our stuff, bro. You can't. You can't mess with the Caribbean and Latino community. That's the stuff we use was Goya. And you're going to go act up like this? Man, come on, bro. Now, the CEO is from Spain, migrated to Puerto Rico, or his, or he might have been born in Puerto Rico, but his family's from Spain. Uh, he's white. So, of course, he, you know, would uh, be leaning toward a conservative, you know, lifestyle. Uh, when it comes to uh, to politics, so I'm not really shocked, but I'm also kind of like, bruh, like I, I kind of feel. No, I don't feel bad for him. I just feel bad for me because now I can't get my Goya products because I can't support you. Perfect. <laughs> Growing up, you see Goya all over the place, and of course, we're used to going to like the Caribbean markets or the Latino market to get certain stuff, right? Why go the first time going in the giant? I think it was giant at the time looking for a Goya product and it was on one shelf. (laughs) When you had the big shelf going all the way down the aisle, it was like one segment of the shelf was Goya. (laughs) I'm not even sure if it went all the way down. It probably only went like halfway down. (laughs) later on you see yeah there's a couple now 
a couple a couple segments of that long shelf that a Goya section. You know what I'm saying? But also, there's other products now also. But I remember growing up, it was just like like if you didn't get it in the Caribbean market or Latino market, you were barely getting it anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, depending on where you live, like I live close to downtown Silver Spring. Um, they have entire like aisles where maybe half of the aisle or a good quarter of the aisle is devoted to that. But like you said, you go to a Caribbean market or a Latino market, it's the ins- I mean, the store is Goya. <laughs> like, so uh, it's going to be interesting. Now, he said he's not apologizing. He's like, man, it is what it is. I said what I said and I believe it. Um, so now we will have to see how years from now what what has come out of it. Um, my only issue, or not issue, because I didn't come up with it. My mother mentioned it. She said the only downside of this is in the Caribbean, there's a lot of people who work for Goya. Right. And if they take a hit, those might be the individuals that they would start making cuts for. Uh, so she said that's one of the casualties of all of this. Yeah, I'm not going to support them, but I also know that some people, mm, I don't know anyone personally that works with Goya, but basically people like us would right. be affected by it. Other news outside of sports, um, Naya Rivera passed away. She drowned in a lake. Um, she was out in a lake with her four-year-old son. Uh, he had a life jacket on. She didn't. The son said that they went in the water and they were swimming and she must have started drowning and the son was able to get uh, she w- it seems like based on what he said uh, she was able to push him onto the boat and then I guess she couldn't get herself back on in the boat so um, yeah man rest in peace to her and thoughts and prayers to her family and friends there's some other celebrities that did pass away over the weekend I just honestly can't remember them but Nye Rivera that's one that I definitely remember um uh, let's now get to nick cannon you hear what nick cannon said go just do it go for it <laughs> i'm not totally prepared but i do have the clip on my phone so i'm going to play it off of my phone and just when you look i swear man th- this is what happens with covid19 because everyone's in the house Wi-Fi, everyone's using the Wi-Fi. It's just, I would have never had an issue looking for things on the internet, and now I'm having an issue because there's literally like six people in this house all on the Wi-Fi. Okay. This just making things worse. But anyways, I have it here. I'm going to play the clip through my phone. Really is, then, when we talk uh, about let's uh, take a listen to this. Then let's go. Let's let's go to what it really is. Then when we talk about the power of melanated people, when we talk mm-hmm. about who we really are as guys, and, and understanding right. that our melanin is so power and it connects us in a way that the reason why they fear black, the reason why they fear is because they the lack that they have of it. So then when you see what you know, Doctor uh, Francis C. Wellesley talked about is that fear in that 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 uh, genetic annihilation Mm -hmm. when you have a person that has has the lack of pigment the lack of melanin that they know that they will be annihilated so therefore however they got the power 
they 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 have the lack of compassion mm-hmm. that mel- melanin comes with compassion melanin comes with soul that mm-hmm. we call it we call it soul we soul brothers and sisters that's the melanin that connects us. Right. so the people that don't have it have are are a little and I'm, I'm gonna say this carefully <laughs> are a little less and 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 where the term actually comes from because i'm bringing it all the way back around okay. to, to minister farrakhan to where they may not have the compassion or the the when they were sent to the mountains of caucasus when they when they didn't have the power of the sun that was my phone failed me just now <laughs> right when it was getting good right when it was getting real good uh so you at least heard that snippet of what uh of what i'll hear his the remainder of, of it. the sun that was that the sun then started to deteriorate mm-hmm. them so then they're acting out of fear they're acting out of low self-esteem they're acting out of a a deficiency Mm -hmm. so therefore the only way that they can act is evil the only way they can they they have to rob steal rape kill and fight or flight in in order to survive exactly so then these people who didn't have what we had and when i say we i speak of the Mm -hmm. melanated people right they had to be savages they had to be barbaric they had because they're in these nordic mountains they're in these rough uh torrential environments mm. so they they're acting as animals right so they're the ones that are actually closer to animals they're the ones that are actually the true savages and then they built up such this this i won't say warrior but they built up such this 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 conquering mm. uh barbaric mentality so uh thaddeus your face changed a few times during that uh the floor is yours and look he started out fine i think he started out fine and then he decided to go to the whole savage animal yada yada you know what i'm saying it's look you're Nick Cannon, all right? Not yet. Yeah, and you have a podcast. Whoop de do. You have a radio show, whatnot. But you forget, Nick Cannon, that you have TV shows and other stuff that you have going on that you're going to lose your money from <laughs> you know what i'm saying like that <laughs> the guy that's on that podcast was part of public enemy uh-huh and he was removed from public enemy because anti-semitic thoughts and real quick then real quick then this dude was removed from Public Enemy of all rap groups. <laughs> he was removed for doing anti-Semitic thoughts. Like this isn't this isn't you know uh, this isn't like who, who's a politically correct rapper? Who's a think of one? I mean that's kind of hard to think of, but who do you think who's a politically correct rapper? This ain't them. Well, 
LL Cool J. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> LL Kid the smoke today. So let's say this ain't LL Cool J. This was public yes. enemy. <laughs> like, look, the thing is, over the years, and I, no, I can't say over the years. Ever since Nick Cannon got away from Mariah, or she left him, or whatever, whatever, he's become this. I need to be woke. Perfect. Guy. You know what I'm saying? So, and there's nothing wrong with researching history, being woke, you know, being a supporter of minorities, you know, all that. But he's gone so such a way, man, that it's now is literally going to bite him in the rear end. And it has. And it has because he has been uh, uh, fired, terminated, not renewed for his contract for Viacom. And Viacom had a lot of his programming. So um, specifically, while and out, even as of yesterday, these comments came out yesterday, last night when reruns of while and out, not even new episodes, reruns of while and out got pulled from, (laughs) from, from like VH1. They... People showed on social media how their listing said Wild and Out is on and they turned on the TV and Fresh Prince was on. Wow. So it's already happened. Let me address the comments themselves, though. And I am in agreement with you also in the very beginning. Things were going well with his comments. What he was saying. And then he, he went off the rails on this one. And look. If he had simply said something along the lines of, hey, white people have been conditioned, not just in this country, but in this world, to do what they're doing, like everything is theirs, or if they want something, they can just go and get it. And specifically in this country, white people have been conditioned to believe that they're superior. They may not say that they're white supremacists, they may not say that they're racist, but a lot of white people in this country, their actions show that, hey, I am more superior. Is it overt or covert? For some people, it's covert. For some people, it's overt. But the way in America... I don't even realize they're doing it. They don't. Exactly. So it's there. We know this. However, you cannot say... That they are genetically, because that's what he said. They're genetically like this. I can't say it's genetics. Are you conditioned? Yes. Is it institutionalized? Yes. Yes. Genetically? No. That's, I'm not going that way. And that's the part where I don't agree. And look, he got to, he got to reap what he sows. Just like Deshaun Jackson. He has to get his, so I'm not upset per se that he's losing different things, um, because you gotta, you gotta, you gotta take the punishment. Um, now I'm gonna reiterate this and bring it back to what like ha- what's happening with Deshaun Jackson. Nick Cannon is not the voice for Black Lives Matter. Thanks. Nick Cannon is not the voice for just Black people Thanks. on this specific thing. So, I don't want to hear, oh, well, Nick Cannon says this, so now, uh, yeah, yeah, black people are the most racist people out here. Because that's what I've heard. 
Right. Oh, look look at you all. Y'all are y'all are more racist than anyone else. Like, you know. You hear, you hear comments like that? That hey, it, it goes right on their lines of see, told y'all. So yeah, so that's that he has to reap what he sells. He has to reap what it sells. It's unfortunate. The real big issue is a lot of people who worked with Wild and Out, this was their like one right. thing, and they were waiting until they were to blow up on Wild and Out or to get the next gig. I'm not saying they're not going to, but they're gonna be affected. It's gonna happen. Some of these some of these actors and actresses, they're gonna get affected. Right. Alright, Thad. Let's now get to the shenanigans. Oh yeah. <laughs> Last week, Matthew and I spoke about Jada Pinkett and August Alcina, August Alcina, what came out of that. <laughs> and then on Friday, <laughs> Jada Pinkett Smith had her red talk table on Facebook, and the guest was Will Smith. Wait, wait, no, 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 no. Come on now. You gotta do it right. The guest was Jada. The guest was Jada? Oh, yes, that's what they said. Yes, you're right. The guest is Jada. Will was the guest host. Yes, that's what it was. You're right. Will was the guest host. And Jada was the guest on the Red Talk table. And Jada spoke about August Alcina's comments. How August Alcina said that him and Jada were in a relationship. And Will Smith gave august a blessing for the relationship uh jada went on there and said well yes august and i were in a entanglement and uh will said a what and she said an, ent- an entanglement and, she, and will's like why don't you just say what it is and she's like an entanglement and she, will's like no you were in a relationship and based on how the conversation goes, it's implied. I'm, it's not said, but it's it's implied that they well, it's said that they were in a sep- they were in a separation period, but it's implied based on what Will said and based on Jada not, you know, negating what he said that they were in a separation period and it was meant to not be in another committed relationship and that Jada was in one with August Alcina uh and Will mentioned how he was heard about it but they are past it but the only reason they're talking about it is because it came out in the news that is or is yours for this one uh. <laughs> yo so when I first heard about all this man I was like <sighs> Here goes another dude running off at the mouth for no reason. Literally for no reason. Like we've known for years that Will Smith and Jada Pinkett have a different marriage. You know what I'm saying? Like they they have a different marriage. You know what I'm saying? They they've talked about having open relationships and whatever, whatever. So when this came out, I'm like, all right. This had to happen a couple years ago, you know, blah blah blah. And listening to the red, watching the red table talk, I was laughing the whole time because you just see the look on Will's face, and I'm like, 
Will's cracking me up right now. Like you can see the tears, he, like the tears get ready to form. Like he wanted to tear up, but it's not gonna happen. And then she's sitting there, and she's kind of like, "It was an entanglement." And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "Yo, like I understand, like in her mind, that it wasn't a relationship. Like they had a relationship." In a point where you know they had, you know, they had so, sex. Let's be adults. It's an adult. Uh, it's an adult show. Sort intercourse multiple <laughs> times. You know what I'm saying, stuff like that. But you know the way they were talking, and it was like they laughed about it, man. Like they're in their own world. You know what I'm saying. And be honest with you, I honestly think like. They're good. Like their marriage is good again. Yeah, like, it's good. They're good again. And yeah, they had their separation. I mean, Will even said it himself, you know, that was the worst time of his life when they had their separation. First time because it was he was like, "Yo, I just wanted to get rid of you." You know what I'm saying? Like I wanted to be out, but I've noticed from other stuff, other red table talks with him, like divorce is not a thing with him. You know what I'm saying? It's not a thing with him. So they have to find their own ways to make this marriage work. And at that point in time, they found that way. And that was, and there you go. You know what I'm saying? But I, I happened to listen to another podcast, Kevin Hart and them. And, uh, they played a clip from August Alcina and you know what? (laughs) I was laughing the whole time because I'm sitting there listening. He's like, yo, I, I, I put all my love into me. <laughs> if I die today, I know that I died loving someone at some point in my life. Yes. And I was like, what? He's still like, in love with her. He's still in love with her. Bro, like, hold on. This happened. This happened a couple years ago, bro. Like, what? <laughs> And the way the way he was talking, it was like it was like Jada Jada cut it all off. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? But then here in the red table, it was obvious that she went to him like, hey, you know what? Me and Will are gonna work this thing out, blah, 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 blah. We're gonna work our marriage. You know, I'm gonna go back and work on this marriage. And he basically cut her off. Like, I don't want to talk to you no more. You hurt my heart. <laughs> like, and, and, and it was weird because we are, as men, as men, we are, how can I say, we are conditioned to not be that emotional like he is. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah, we fall in love you know, like you, you married Rosie. Y'all, y'all have a great. Yeah, I mean, I knew y'all were gonna get married years ago, but I didn't know though. <laughs> I, was, I was like, yo, like, what's up with you and Rosie? You were like, no, nah. you know I'm saying, friends. <laughs> I was like, all right, cool, all right. I was like, nah, there's something a little bit more than there, but whatever. I'm gonna let you do you. you you're my <laughs> I got. <laughs> but uh, nah, just seeing this, and I'm like, I never seen a dude be like this mm-hmm. you know 
especially like a Hollywood guy or, you know, like a, a rapper or whatever, singer, yada, yada, yada. You know, they always, you're, you're a celebrity to a certain degree. I mean, I only know of two songs he's done. Yeah, it's only about two. And I, 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 yeah. And that was the big thing because he feels that after their relationship, that was the, I guess the people within the know in the industry that knew about them kind of was like, let's distance ourselves from the quote unquote home wrecker, August Alcina. And, and that's why Will and Jada had to come out and say, look, he was not a home wrecker. We right. were we were all adults on this on this thing. Um, I'm actually shocked at the amount of and this is probably my bias as a man, but I'm actually shocked at the amount of women who are upset with Jada Pinkett Smith. Like to me, it's shocking. I thought it would have been most women would just be like, oh, well, she was doing her thing. Jada got her groove back and he was just, you know, her fling. There's a lot of women who are out there to like, nah, man, Jada kind of did him wrong. Right. And, uh, and, and look, I've seen some folks say, you know, Jada did him wrong. Uh, Jada's a predator. Uh, what is it? Well, what if Will, what if this was Will and Will did this? Y'all like put him underneath the jail for this and blah, blah, blah. It was like, hold on. First of all, these are three adults. They're three adults. Yeah, because what? Because the kid is younger and he's uh, Jaden's age or whatever. Was they're like in their mid twenties? Like, what? Are you serious? Like, no. My whole thing is that, like a lot of dudes I know. They're like, okay, you can switch it around or whatever, whatever. But then again, it was like, we already know Will had his own entanglement. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, but, you know, we talk about Jada in August, and it's only because he went and decided to speak to Angela, Angela Yee and whoever else about this or whatnot. And I'm the whole time, I'm laughing, bruh. I was laughing the whole time because I'm like, this sensitive ass dude. <laughs> like, bruh. You had intercourse relationship with Jada Pinkett Smith. Let's keep it real. You had this with Jada. Jada's one of the baddest. You know what I'm saying? And now you crying. I know like the one of his favorite songs. I, I like his song cry. You know what I'm saying? And it's a good song. But like, yo, you really crying right now because... Jada went back to her husband. Her husband, bro. <laughs> Look, and, and, her boyfriend is her husband. <laughs> I understand they were separated, but still, yes, your situation, they were separated. They are now back together. And you crying, bro, because she went back to her husband, whose son is your good friend. <laughs> how, how you. Where are you crying at? Like, bro, be a man at this point, yo. The real talk, just be a man at this point. You smashed. You thought it was gonna be something, and the whole time she's a straight G. It was like, okay, I'm good. I'm going back to my. Husband. I'm trying to just get my groove back. <laughs> real talk, Jada got her groove back. 
But so the these are just all like you said, three adults who got into something that wasn't optimum, and um, everyone got burned at some point in it. Will earlier, August earlier, and now Jada is being burned just because of the, I guess the public, the public burn, yeah, the public, you know, shaming of it. But yeah, at the end of the day, man, these are adults and you gotta live adult. These are adult situations and um, I kind of just saw it as a casualty of war, bruh. You should have just uh, right. like, alright, you were with a married person. You should have known that potentially this married person is gonna go back to their married person. So, yeah, but, but the phrase of the year or the word of the year, entanglement. Tanglement, baby. Yo, August, real talk, August don't know how to be a side dude. <laughs> That's it right there. He's a terrible side dude. There was a meme that I saw where it was Will Smith saying, yeah, Jada just can't control her hoes. That's just <laughs> all it is. Can't control them. Like... <laughs> That's her fault. You got to do a better job at the. And that's another thing. Shout out to Christina because we were talking about this earlier today. Christina said, "Why are some of these, so many of these celebrities not having non-disclosure agreements about this stuff? Like, bro, you can't be sitting here talking about it. Can't be out here, you know, talking. Right. Yeah, letting people know what happened and things like that. So, I think yeah. that was the biggest mistake." Yeah, as soon as as soon as they said in the red table that they were separated, I already knew that August his, his, he had some false truths. <laughs> false truths. False truths. Uh, thing that Will said, I gave him. He gave me permission. Blah blah blah. No, bro, they were separated. You are that fake news. Those two were separate from each other. They didn't know what the other was going through or going on with, and everything is good to go. Now, <laughs> I understand we have married folks out here that are probably listening. There's probably some of my family right now, and our family, sorry, right now, they're probably going to listen to this podcast when I say this. But separation is separation. Many states, you be separated for six months, and they don't even consider y'all married anymore. Let's keep it real. You know what I'm saying? So them two are, and this is Hollywood we're talking about here. <laughs> Separated. Whatever happens within that separation period happens. Enough said. But you're gonna say that Will agreed to it? It was his worst time of his life, the worst time of his marriage that they were even getting separated. You think he gave you permission, bro? Come on, man. Stop crying. You crying. That's all you doing, August Alcina. <laughs> You crying? <laughs> well, yes. Wait, what was the last thing you said? Be a man, August Alcina. Be a man. <laughs> Acknowledge when you take that L. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man, but yes, the word of the year: entanglements. Entanglements. Let's now get into our Reddit topic of the week. Every week we go on Reddit, find an interesting topic, study, article. We bring it to the table. This week, it was actually gotten by Big Thad. Big Thad saw this, 
and he brought it to my attention. It is the map of the United States. And with this map, each state is highlighted with a logo of a sports team of that state or a sports team in America, not necessarily of that specific state. But um, this is done by Barstool Sports and it's according based to data based on data from sports, housing and recreational tourism statistics. So it just sounds pretty bogus, to be honest, to me. Huh. <laughs> sounds pretty bogus. Um, so basically, it has a state. Big fan. You are looking at the same map. Uh, which is the most, what is the most popular team in the state of Maryland, the state that we live in? State of Maryland. Mm-hmm. It shows the Ravens as the favorite team in the state of Maryland. Okay, that is fair, especially since the Ravens the last 20 years have been a very good team. Um, the Washington football team hasn't been a good team the last 20 years. Uh, and then also it is football in the state of Maryland. Maryland's known for football and crabs. Crab cake. Even though our state schools aren't really good at football themselves. Perfect. Um, the state itself is good at football. Yeah, high school teams in the state of Maryland are better. <laughs> so, okay, makes sense. Uh, what about the city of the District of Columbia? What's the most popular team there? It says the Washington Capitals. The- I already see a problem with that. The Washington Capitals are not the most popular team in Washington. I don't think so. The most popular team in Washington, D.C. is still the Washington football team. As bad as they've been, as horrendous as that name is, and it is coming down, we spoke about it earlier, it, it is not the capital. No, not a hockey team in this area. Nope, 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 not at all. See, that's the thing. That's us living here all these years and knowing the sports scene in this area. No, but you know what? Just because of their... The reason why they, whatever they're using for this, mm-hmm. it makes it makes perfect sense. And it doesn't say the details, but I'm assuming because it says housing and recreational tourism that they probably got data from like hotel people. Like, hey, when you see people, you know, in your hotels or whatever, what jerseys are they wearing? I maybe it's something like that. I don't know. Um, look at the state of Florida. Wow. The Miami Marlins. Come on. The Miami Marlins? No way that the worst, one of the worst teams in baseball is the most favorite sport. Yeah, maybe in Miami. That's a. Not even in Miami. People in Miami hate that team. To me, the most popular team in Florida is either Florida, University of Florida, or Florida State. I can't even say the U anymore. The U isn't the U. (laughs) So, yeah. Ridiculous. So the list is bad. Let's go, I guess, let's start picking, pick a state where you think they actually got it right, Thaddeus, as you look at this map. What's a state that you're like, they got this thing right? Alabama, for sure. Alabama, for sure. I believe so. I'm going to pick... I'm going to pick another one. Tennessee. 
Tennessee for sure got it down pat. Vols, yep. Tennessee has the Tennessee Vols. Alabama, we forgot to mention uh, the Crimson Tide of of University of Alabama. Um, Georgia, they might have got it right. They might have. I would have leaned toward University of Georgia, but Atlanta Braves, okay. West Virginia, I can understand. UWV, yeah, they're they're the team. Pennsylvania, that's another state where I say, okay, you might have got it right. The, the the Pittsburgh Steelers, just because of their legacy. Yeah, Philadelphia is a big team, but Phil- Pittsburgh has six Super Bowls. Pittsburgh has a a wide fan base across the country and world. All right, right, right. right. I'm trying to think of states that might have gotten it right. The Utah Jazz, Utah, and for Utah. Makes sense to me. Yeah. Here's one that makes sense to me. For Washington, it has the Seattle Supersonics. Right. right. That makes sense to me. State of Washington, folks. The state of Washington, not the, not, not the city. <laughs> yes, the state of Washington. Like that, that Uber rider. (laughs) (laughs) Oregon. They have the Trailblazers. So, yes, I know we went through some states that, and even Idaho. Right. Idaho, maybe. I'll give it a maybe. My other team would have been the Broncos, actually, for Idaho, because I know a few people who've from Idaho and they were like yeah we're Broncos fans like that's the team everybody roots for I understand that that is now let's get to some states that have dropped the ball according to this study Mm -hmm. you pick one and we'll alternate because there's a lot of them a lot of states that I think have it wrong I think they got it wrong. Got it wrong. I want to say. Oh, man. I want the obvious one. Uh, what was I going to say? I'll, I'll, I'll pick one. Uh, M- M- Wisconsin. How is it that the Milwaukee Bucks are the most popular team in the state of Wisconsin when you have the Green Bay Packers. Like, how is that possible? <laughs> how is that possible? <laughs> Go ahead, Thad. What's another one? Oh, yeah. Um, Ohio has the Cleveland Browns. As- <laughs> now, I would give it to Ohio State. I agree. I would give it to Ohio State also. Now, don't get me wrong. There's lots of Browns fans that are Browns fans, and they've been Brown fans, and they will always be Browns fans. But there's no way you could tell me that they're the favorite over the the Ohio State University. Come on now. Totally agree with you. Uh, another one state that got a, or they uh, another one that they got wrong is the state of Michigan. The most popular team, according to the study, is the Ohio State Buckeyes. Like, what? The rival? <laughs> like, come on. 
Oh. Are you serious? Here's another one. Illinois. They have the Chicago White Sox. It's to me, it's the Chicago Bears. I would think it would be the Bears. And if it's not the Chicago Bears, then it's the Chicago Cubs. Right. And if it's not the Cubs, then it's the Blackhawks. Right. And depending on how the year is going, it might be the Chicago Bulls before the Chicago White Sox, in my opinion. Uh, so, yeah, they got it wrong. What's the state that definitely got it wrong? I th- honestly think Louisiana, they uh, they got that wrong. They have it as the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, I would say it could be either. I would honestly say it'd be LSU and mm-hmm. then the then the Saints and then the Pelicans. So <laughs> yes, come on now, go Tigers! Come on now. I I I agree with you on that one. Um, here's one, and this is where this list really irked my nerves, really pissed me off, big thing. Mm-hmm. State of Texas. Oh yeah. I know How that. is it that they have the Houston Astros? For the state of Texas. To me, that makes no sense. And not only does it look, the Dallas Cowboys are not only the most popular team in Texas, they are the most popular team in the United States of America. They are the Dallas Cowboys, America's team. But if you want to break it down to state by state, to be honest, the Dallas Cowboys are the most popular team in Texas, New Mexico, Arizona. For sure. Nevada, for sure, from people that I know. They're like, it's Cowboys fans everywhere in Nevada. And if it wasn't for Northern California, I would have put the Cowboys for California, too. But California, to me, is the Los Angeles Lakers. They're the most popular team in the entire state. Not the not the not the Chargers. Not the Chargers. Not the Chargers. Not the Chargers. What's another state that got it wrong, Thaddeus? Uh New York. Oh, for sure. Buffalo Bills as the most popular team in the state of New York. I would say that's the Yankees. Yes, Yankees for sure. Number one team in New York. Um New Jersey New Jersey split for me. Because yeah, if have- Southern Jersey, Southern Jersey, it's for sure the Eagles. Right, 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 right. North Jersey, then it's honestly, I think it's the Yankees, North Jersey. <laughs> but they got the New Jersey Devils on this list as the number one. Another state. I mean, that- well, see, I know some folks from Jersey and they're Islanders fans. You know what I'm saying? So the Devils, like, for a while there, I forgot that. There was even the, the devils, for, you know what I'm saying. But <laughs> I was still over all that. I was still probably either putting New York, the Yankees or uh, Philly, you know, but or even the Giants. I mean, they do play in the Meadowlands. Right. So. <laughs> Another state they got it wrong: North Carolina. I don't know, man. That's a hard. That's they have hard Duke. One. People hate Duke. I mean, a lot of people hate Duke, but a lot of people love Duke too, man. I don't. 
Yeah, the people who love Duke aren't from North Carolina. That's what it is. The people who love Duke are not from there. People who love Duke never went to the school. <laughs> That's who Duke fans are. People who had never went to the school, they love the basketball team and they love the colors and all of that. The people in North Carolina are UNC fans or NC State. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> Fan for a while. I wasn't a Duke fan. I just knew that they would win games, so I'd just be like, "Yeah, they're gonna win." Who was the Duke fan? Was was Anderson? Yeah, that's right. Yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes, Anderson was the Duke fan. But I would just say like, "Oh, well, Duke will win." I mean, they're just, they're just that nice. All right, real quick before we get out of here, another state where I say, I feel like they really didn't do research because for North Dakota and South Dakota, they just put their state schools that are oh, there. No, right. look, no, they're not. People. I was thinking of Nebraska or uh mm-hmm. Yeah, Vikings. that's what I was thinking. Nebraska or Vikings or even or even like the Packers, you know. That's what I was thinking. Um in Indiana, here's another one that's terrible. They have Notre Dame. What? Uh, so we're just forgetting about University of Indiana, the Hoosiers? Yeah. I mean but no, well, I mean, they are they are both there in Indiana, so it's tough. It's a tough one. No, it's it's the Hoosiers. I think it might be Notre Dame football that does it for them. You think because it's just the football team, Mike? It's a Notre Dame football. Yep. I so I've never actually been to Indiana myself. Right. So um, maybe I would have to ask people that I know from Indiana, but the people I know from Indiana, they're like, they're fans of 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 uh, of other teams. So, yeah, man. Well, yep, that will do it for our Reddit topic of the week. Let's uh, wrap up the show. Um, There's some uh, breaking news that happened while we're recording. According to Jane Slater on Twitter, she said, I'm told Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott was involved in the last minute effort to get a long term deal done before the deadline. Uh, The deal was between thirty three to thirty five million dollars annually with one hundred and ten million dollars guaranteed on the surface level. I would say that was a bad contract. (coughs) Excuse me for Dak to take because especially after seeing what uh Mahomes got I think uh Dak could say hey I'm in that 37 39 million dollar range of of um of salary per year uh what what do you think about it get I mean Dak get your money bro like I think I'm pretty sure Deshaun is going to get more than him. But you got to give him at least, you got to get Dak some between the range of 35 and 38 at this point. Got to. And give him, give him what he wants, man. Just give him, if that's your franchise quarterback and you feel that he's your friend, then give him what he wants. The four year. And whatever the money is, if four years, if a if a year is holding you up from signing your franchise quarterback, it's a problem. Yeah, big red flag. Those some wise words coming from a fan of the rival team. 
I want to thank you, Big Thad, for coming on. Uh, before you go, any uh, shout-outs you want to give before you go? Uh, thanks for having me again, as always. Uh, Got to do this more. I like doing this. This is great. Yeah. But uh, yeah. shout-out to our cousins, man. All the, Griff- the whole Griffith cousins. Perfect. I uh, love y'all. Shout-out to uh, Auntie, our Auntie Rachel. Mm-hmm. In a, a couple days. So, uh, happy birthday to her. Yeah, that's about it, really, for me. What you got? Uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, obviously my co-host Matthew. Uh, he's pretty busy. Yeah. Big Matt, big you Matt. Know you know, busy handling some stuff, but greatly appreciate him. We definitely miss him. Next time, we're gonna have to get all three of us on, and we still have to get this chicken sandwich. COVID's right. really, COVID's really messing us up. Um, so yeah. We gotta go get these chicken sandwiches. We're not gonna tell you where we're going to get these chicken sandwiches. But oh, by uh, the way, speaking of chicken sandwiches, please don't go to Royal Farms perfect. and get that chicken sandwich that Royal Farms has. I, you can get chicken from Royal Farms. Do not get the chicken sandwich from Royal Farms. Thank you. Yeah, um, the, I I I would have known that. Don't do the chicken sandwich. Come on. You punish. You punish yourself. You punish yourself. Punish Yo, yourself. I went halfway through. Halfway through, and I was like, "Nah, I can't go no further. I'm sorry, I can't do it." <laughs> All right, man. I want to thank you, Big Thad, for everything you do. Shout out to OSS980. Shout out to Dual the Dual Exchange on YouTube with Mike Edwards. Shut your face. Uh, Soggy Nachos. Tampering season. Uh, the Caesar Show. J. Bobby and Rios. Fourth and Thirteen Podcast. What you expect? Podcast. Um, our businesses, McRainer's Doll Parts, Eat the City, DC, uh, Trestle Beach, The Sandbox, and all of our faithful uh, listeners who are out there. Shout out to all of you all. Thank you for supporting. Spread the word for us. Oh man, I'm having a technical difficulty here. Oh, oh, let's bring the camera back up. Here we go. <laughs> camera went off for a little bit. Um, yeah, want to thank everything, everybody. I want to thank everyone for everything that they do. Until next time, everyone, watch reality. Peace.